1: Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on
0: T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.
1: This is the Big K Morning Show. Larry Richard, Marty Griffin, and we welcome Pittsburgh Police Chief Larry Scarado in studio. Chief, we start this day and thank God this police officer in Monroeville uh, apparently is going to be okay, but still shot three times in a robbery situation where he's trying to apprehend a suspect and uh, anytime you know we just came off yesterday's memorial service for Chief McIntyre and Brackenridge mm-hmm. and so very much I'm sure on your mind and your officers this morning.
2: Absolutely and my thoughts and prayers go out to Monroeville uh, the officer and his family it's it's another tragedy uh, and they were an officers just doing his job. Yeah and what you see with these suspects is their
0: willingness to do anything in any moment, in any time, like never before. Don't you agree?
2: And well, when you talk about like people fighting for their freedom, like what are they willing to do? And, right. and sometimes that's, these encounters go a certain direction because that they're not following the same rules that you and I follow. Uh, they operate by a different code. And, and in that their, their willingness and desire and what they're capable of doing to get away is unthinkable at times. And in this instance, it shows.
1: Well, again, uh, Wishing him a speedy recovery, but thank God it looks like he will be able to recover. Meanwhile, uh, we were surprised by the homicide numbers because you you get this sense, and you've heard this narrative where it's lawless list and everywhere, and you know. But then when you look at the numbers for homicides, uh, dramatically down. Uh, did that surprise you?
2: You know, you you watch it throughout the years you know, throughout the year. And you see the numbers, and, and you can tell by the, the monthly statistics, but we know what we're doing. We know our efforts, our partnerships. You know, It's a collective effort between the great work that our officers do, the great work that our detectives and the, the DA's office do in prosecuting these cases, community engagement, our outreach team. And I don't think any one entity can take all the responsibility for this because it takes that collective effort for us to be impact the city and to decrease homicides by 27%. It's big. And by the way, a similar drop in, in the county. In, folks are not want to hear this, but it's
0: true. Massive drop nationwide in 30 American cities. What is it, man?
2: Is it law and order? What is it? I think it's a collection of all of those things coming together, right? Community taking ownership in, in violence reduction. Uh, Police taking ownership in violence reduction. We have a 71% clearance rate in homicides this year. That's, that's really high. That's exceptional. And, and, by the way, that- it used to hover around 50 used to hover around 42 when I took over major crimes in 2014. There you go. Right. So, it's an accept it's saying there's a level of accountability that was missing. And in that with that level of accountability, I think you see those decreases because people are being prosecuted for the actions that they they take.
1: And that said, there hmm. are things that do slip through the cracks. One of the big concerns is juveniles with weapons illegally and then they get released out in some cases back into society. That's been troublesome because if your officers are doing their job and they are apparently, they need the support of the judicial system. But we've also had this juvenile uh, detention center conversation for a while. Hopefully that gets resolved soon. But the biggest challenge I see for you as the chief, in terms of officers is
2: keeping them and recruiting them that's still a major concern right right it always stay front of mind because it's it's how we keep this community safe it's how we ensure that our officers are safe uh and in that how do you in a major city to ensure that we are able to fulfill our obligations whether to public safety And, and so i continue to stay focused eye on the prize to ensure that we're recruiting to ensure that we're retaining And for those that work for the organization, that we are focused on their well-being every day.
0: Hey, man, I want to get to this homicide thing still. I think it's relevant. So detectives cleared 34 of 52 homicides and and 12 previous homicides.
2: That's extraordinary. So tell me what has changed specifically, sir. You know, when we grew that unit in 2014 by 18 detectives. So dedicating dedicating the personnel to focus on what is the most horrific crime that a, a city or a person can can endure. And and so you have to have the resources dedicated toward that. The homicide unit, those investigators are the utmost professionals, dedicated beyond what most people can imagine. They don't have a 9 to 5 and 8 to 4. Right. They don't go home when when their shift ends. They're working on weekends because it takes that level of dedication for this crime. And, and the families of the victims deserve that level of dedication. So when we choose those individuals, we choose them with the understanding they're going to sacrifice more than most to investigate homicide. And in that, that we we champion them, we appreciate them, we support them, and that's what that unit needed, and it has and will continue to maintain that level of excellence. So, so, so you know this, the clearance rate nationwide is
0: 50%. That's a big, big difference. So... Because of us, media people, we talk about shootings all the time and stuff downtown and robbery. And folks think,
2: is it fair for me to say folks think crime is a lot higher than it really is? I believe so. Or they believe that violence is a lot higher. Our part one crimes you know, are impacted by right. retail theft, general theft. But when you talk about crimes of violence, that's where I believe we do a great job. This city is fairly is very safe as it relates to violence. And, and for those that... Will champion or, or speak to the numbers of of this chaotic environment we live in it's just not true and the, the true reality is, is that most violence is isolated to people that are engaged in behaviors that would lead to that type of outcome right and the the drug dealing that goes on everywhere how do you get a handle on that uh you know it's a supply and demand issue right and that's that's the true reality of it and you continue to work to to interrupt the supply chain. That's the objective. Uh, because as long as there are going to be users, there are going to be dealers. And if you can interrupt the supply chain, I mean, that's where our partnership with, our, with the DEA and the FBI and our federal task force have done the most impact or have made the most impact in, in that type of work. Hey, it's a numbers game. <laughs> it's amazing how
0: I hear such different stories. So my boys on the street that are your cops say, we're hosed. The lowest number of Pittsburgh cops ever. Dramatic number have left more than 100 this year. Insane over time because you can't cover events. We'll never have enough people again. It's a disaster. You don't agree with that, do
2: you? No, not at all. Not at all? Not at all. Uh, I, I wake up every day worrying about my officer safety. And, and I said this yesterday. If I believed their safety was in peril, I would never sit in front of you or stand in front of a camera and suggest otherwise. Uh, we have and we will continue to attempt to outhire hire departures. Uh, we have a mature force, and, and in that, people have options, and they're leaving the profession a lot sooner than they would otherwise. Uh, but since I've been here, Mayor Ganey's been committed to hiring. We have two classes going on this year, and it's not an unwillingness to hire. Oftentimes, it's the ability to get qualified applicants. Marty brought this up the
1: other day, Chief. We're with uh, Pittsburgh Police Chief Larry Scarato with us in studio. Is you're getting some applicants, but it's then surprising how they can't pass certain, what many people would consider, you know, very achievable goals, push-ups and those kind of things.
2: We had 165 applicants for the November class. That's good, right? We had 101 fail the physical fitness wow. exam. Why? What are we doing in this society where people, that's a stunning number. I feel like people overestimate their physical fitness And then add the stressors of the testing environment. And then you're not doing one of those things alone. You're doing multiple event, multiple battery of exercises back to back. I think it stresses people out and they believe that it's not as difficult to run a mile and a half in 13 minutes and 12 seconds.
1: All right, can you hang? Yes. Yeah, we're with, uh, again, Police Chief Larry Scarano, representing the city of Pittsburgh in studio. And we appreciate you being here, Chief. Thanks. We continue our conversation with Pittsburgh Police Chief Larry Scarano in studio with us. Hey, man, we had um we had a, a major major
0: shooting downtown recently, and you were very angry about that. Were you not, sir? Absolutely.
2: I mean, there has to be accountability. Can't have violence in the center of our downtown, and more importantly, like the the way in which people are resolving what would be normal disputes is now resolving in gun violence.
0: Yeah. The, downtown has, along with it, attracting businesses and folks who work, has attracted some slime balls. They find
2: downtown to be attractive. You have to change that, don't you? I think of the, the course of, since the pandemic, like downtown has changed. Right? Yep. There, there aren't as many uh, workers. There aren't as many businesses open, and they've found a level of an- anonymity in town that shouldn't and didn't exist in the past so it's time to change that and you have teams getting ready to do that don't you absolutely i would take with our downtown public safety center and dedicating 19 officers to the central business district every day from monday through sunday from 8 a.m to midnight to ensure that we're keeping our businesses our commuters safe i've been down there i've been down there it's better it is you know this right it is better.
0: It's not perfect, but it's better, is it not?
2: It's it's a lot better. It's yeah, yeah. A yeah. lot better than than the day I arrived. Yeah. And and that's been an ongoing effort with our partners with the PDP. Uh again, the mayor's office focused on on, on clean teams and other and our efforts of enforcement they are much about different.
1: The South side. We've we've heard a lot about East Carson Street, you know, becoming uh, you know, kind of lawless and reckless on weekends, in particular late nights. People running rampant. We've seen the videos. How is that process of getting that under control?
2: So that is uh, that was a work in progress, and again, it won't and doesn't resolve itself overnight. Uh, but the behaviors have changed, and our focus has changed. We have a deployment of officers that wasn't in place when I arrived, and that they work down there. They're familiar with the issues, familiar with the establishments, and in that they know how to enforce the laws appropriately, properly, and it has changed the narrative down in the south side. Hey, regarding
0: the, regarding the numbers, because you're down 100 in one year, the argument from the union guys, and you know this, is that if you have enough cops, then why are you paying
2: so much overtime if you have enough cops? That yeah. would argue that you don't. Yeah, well, the reality is we, have, we are a major city. We have a multitude of events. And in that, we don't staff our daily operation to mirror these events. But we're going to have them, and most major cities do. Like We we have 100,000 people that come into town for the 4th of July. Well, I don't staff the Bureau every day from July 6th through the 30th like I do on the 4th. Right. And so we have to make, understanding we you police a major city, you have to have staffing changes for large-scale events. And that's just the nature of any city. And I don't think any any city across America of our size or similar size is, is devoid of that issue. Like they're going to hire overtime for major events.
1: What about when we we hear mandatory overtime? How real is that in terms of officers really getting to ground down throughout the
2: course of the week with time? It, it was an issue when I arrived in, and, and I, it was one that I took great paid great attention to. And when we created the staffing guidance. We've mandated one time since September, I believe September 10th. And I wanted to ensure that our officers were going home when they were supposed to, with an expectation they worked their shift, they did their job. And because we didn't adequately plan and staff our stations, that they weren't leaving to go home to their family. And that impacts their work-life happiness. And that impacts how I feel about what the pittsburgh bureau of police represents
0: hey what do you tell the cops who are listening and they hate the fact that they can never get paid what they can get paid in outlying communities and they're saying to hell with pittsburgh i'm chasing the money what do you and that you
2: can never pay them what everyone else is getting paid i don't think any major city will be able to pay what their affluent suburban counterparts pay that's fact uh but we have opportunity that those other departments will never be able to offer, whether it's our fugitive apprehension unit, our SWAT team, our motor unit, our canine unit. The reality is, and not to belittle any of these organizations outside of the city, is you have a very defined career when you leave this city to go to a suburban department. And if patrol is, is is the end game goal, then that's what those departments offer. But the opportunity here to do so many different things in so many different units, is what we champion, and and in that, may, there may be a sacrifice in finance.
0: And it's fair to say you can never pay them the 100000 plus that they
2: pay outside the city. Fair to say that. Because we don't have—yes, that's very fair to say, okay. because we don't have the number of officers—we have so many more officers than, than any suburban department would have, or I mean, we're the second largest in the state. Right. Uh, so— the true reality is that most major cities don't pay similar to or identical to to their suburban counterparts. They just don't. And so, what do you tell the cops who have bad morale as a result of that, thinking they're getting screwed, quite frankly? What do you tell them? I mean, you obviously have the ability to earn here, uh, so you're not capped by any dollar amount just because of the amount of overtime opportunities that true. working in a city present. And again, the amount of opportunities you have to do other things within the profession with that won't exist in any suburban department connected to to the city of pittsburgh and allegheny county
1: chief appreciate you coming in good to see you and uh homicides down 27 percent.
2: nice 27 percent. 468 gun arrests last year i think we're doing a great job it's amazing hey uh, i always hear you're ready to leave to go to a new job you got a new job i, I don't know who would want me you, you, No, I think quite honestly, I, I my mortgage would tell me otherwise, right? Right, and I've committed to the city. I came back to the city not because I needed to; it's because I wanted to.
1: You're not merging law enforcement all over the region, are nice. you?
2: I, 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 that like the first I heard of it was yesterday. So, <laughs> I, I, news to me. I, yeah. I think the Pittsburgh Bureau of Police is safe.
1: I, I think it would have to come with a lot of. Uh, that's not happening, in other words. Hey, man, words. we
0: appreciate your honesty, yeah, your th- availability, and your candor.
1: It's thank you, It's very refreshing, man. Stay safe, and for all your officers, we do thank you for the jobs you do every day. Thanks for having me, and thank you for the support. And every Thursday at this time, we get the scoop from Pittsburgh Magazine Food Editor. Christy Gravers, with us. Christy, good morning. Happy New Year. I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks.
3: Yeah, happy New Year to you, too. It's been a good one so far.
1: As Marty knows, I'm a big movie buff. I love movies, and uh, I love that you've uh, listed the top films of 2023.
3: Yes, Sean Collier uh, ran down the top ten movies of 2023, um, and of the two of the ten, I've watched Oppenheimer and Barbie, which I don't think you could get any any more different than that.
1: Yeah, those two Lo- actually. I think they opened on the same weekend, and uh, I haven't seen Barbie, but I did see Oppenheimer and That's it's a, it's it's a long movie. It's yep. a heavy movie about the atomic but, bomb, but my suggestion is if you're streaming it at home or you do want to watch it, do a little reading on the history up front so that you can enjoy it because it really needs that the way they bounce around in the movie to stay on track.
3: It is, and I failed chemistry in high school, but I was still captivated for all 3 hours, so if that tells you anything.
1: So check out the list, uh, top films, 2023. And why an Academy or Academy award-winning distillery is expanding to the suburb, not Academy Award?
3: Well, I'm surprised it hasn't won one of those because it won every other award uh, since it opened in the strip in 2012. So it's had so, mixed, so much success that um, owner Tim Russell has to expand to Upper St. Clair. And this space includes a full restaurant and bar. And it's open Wednesday through Sundays.
1: The dog pen bringing pints and pops to the Strip District. This is the newest thing.
3: Yes. Um, so you've heard about cafes, but this is uh, Pittsburgh's first dog park slash bar. And um, I love these people, Alyssa and Travis May. Um, they are opening this business in the former Joseph Labri- Labriola Sausage Company in the Strip, which is just the most fitting thing. Um, so it's five thousand square feet of indoor and outdoor space, um, full bar, cocktails, food trucks, the whole thing. Um it should be opening this spring, but I will keep everyone updated on that.
1: I mean, that's your thing. Now, if I had to put you on the spot since you're the food editor, mm. what would be some recommendations for the weekend if people want to go out and eat?
3: Well, it's supposed to snow, so uh, I would recommend ordering in. Uh, you know, for me, I, my go-to whenever um, I don't want to go anywhere and I want delivery, I, I always order from Frank's uh, pizza and chicken. Um, they have several locations, and their spicy buffalo chicken sandwiches like, my favorite.
1: Spicy buffalo chicken sounds good to me. All right, read all mm-hmm. about it. Pittsburgh Magazine, Christy Graver will talk to you next week. Thanks.
3: All right, thank you. Happy New Year.
1: On the Big K Morning Show. Just talking to uh, food editor of Pittsburgh Magazine, Christy Graver. she mentioned, you know, I asked her, she's really into the food thing, obviously, and we became this food destination pre-pandemic. But restaurant tours live and die sometimes by the weather. Oh, yeah. And the fact is, it doesn't look like, at least at this point, this storm is going to be a major situation. So why wouldn't you uh, still want to go out? By the way, you make such an amazing point.
0: And I'll tell you why. What you're saying is so important because what happens is, because we both know these guys and gals that own these businesses, um, weather guy comes on, says five inches of snow, might as well throw out your food in the kitchen.
1: Seriously. No, you're 100% right. And it's, it's not fair because nope. we do know these people. Nope. And unless, you know, as long as we're reporting the facts, yep. but when yep. people hype it up yep. and scare people, from not wanting to do what they would normally do, yep. it hurts. It hurts a hell of a lot. These people. Yeah, they're,
0: they get <laughs> – with all due respect to the weather people, because it's a difficult
1: science, Larry. It changes rapidly. Right. These but, guys get angry with us. You know, we used to have conversations in meetings before you go on the air about, you know, there is a tendency to hype up the weather. <laughs> there just is. That's the fact. So – not necessarily here. Currently.
0: Yeah, but it does affect their business, and it does affect their mood, and they do get upset. And I completely get it. If you own, let's say, a deli, and or a breakfast joint, or a bakery, I'm going to get donuts this morning. I'm not going to the bakery this morning. I'm not. I'm not going out to breakfast this morning. I'm not going to Giant
1: Eagle today. And then it doesn't snow, and they're all hacked off. And they change. It. Ju- it changes people's. Habits. Yep. It's unbelievable how much and we used to joke about people would then run to the grocery store when they would hear it's coming and load up. I never understood the milk and toilet paper thing though. I mean, have you ever been locked up long enough where you ran out of toilet paper? I mean in jail or at home. (laughs) Hatch your your house. want to thank again Pittsburgh Police Chief Larry Scarado being in studio last half hour. And if you missed it, really important and eye-opening information. He answers a lot of questions about the current status and situation. And you can rewind if you have our free app, Odyssey, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And uh, you can even look in and watch. And the Ireland Contracting video feed is available at kdkradio.com. Click on Watch, KDK Radio Live. And you can uh, see what goes on inside
0: the studio. So what's fascinating, and they should be so damn proud of, is their clearance rate for homicides, nearly 70%. Explain what that is for people that Someone murders someone, you catch someone. So they catch people almost 70% of the time now, which is the rest of the country is in the area of 50%. And back in the day, it was 40%. So they're clearing the cases. Oh, yeah, a lot more. Than Did any you, other place in the country. That's really impressive. And then a drop in homicides of nearly 30% here in the burg, which is astounding. Uh, 30 major cities in America, 10% drop in homicides. Now, compare and contrast this, my brother, to the dearth, the massive, the intense shortage of cops on the streets. Insane shortages, right? Why? Why is a crime dropping? That's, that's
1: why it's... Even more, more impressive, right? Because of that, that uh, stat alone. PJ's they, here, a news
0: director.
3: So I'm asking. What's going on? I'm so, asking
0: my boys. They say uh, I, I asked them to come in. Uh, they also c- cleared 12 cases from past years, last last year. Cops, homicide guys, 12. That's amazing. And th- now some of them say, and I agree with this, Larry. The cameras—they're everywhere now, everywhere. So they catch people in the act, makes it easier to what? Grab the suspect and identify the criminal in the crime, right? Right? Makes sense. We've seen it. We've seen some dramatic video in the last couple of days. By the way, I posted this video over the weekend. Um, this Corvette, did you see that? Yes. Flying uh, through this parking lot on the south side over the weekend, flying, then crashed out. Uh, there was a 20-year-old driving, and there was a teenager in the passenger side. So, the young man's mother reached out to me. He was driving this Corvette. but well, the car was uh, demolished. He has broken bones and a concussion. Uh, the, the passenger was also injured, but they, they're both alive. She says, again, she says, That they illegally rented that car to him because the law in PA says you have to be 25 years old to rent a car. Oh, so
1: now they're blaming the car company.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course they are. The rental car company. And look, this mom wanted to tell me this, I guess, so that she could feel less guilt. She, She was in Chicago and gets a call from the hospital that her son was involved in this accident. And she was upset with the fact that he is being blamed. Well, ma'am, with all due respect, your son lied and rented the car. Your son was driving at an insane speed and crashed out.
1: What about the possibility that to obtain the car, the identification might not have matched? Yeah, I don't know the
0: semantics, but what will happen, that's an $80,000 car. Someone's coming after someone, and someone's going to be charged with something. And she was more angry with the fact that we didn't report that they so-called illegally rented this car to her son than the fact that her son did something moronic by showing off in this car and nearly killed a bunch of people. So you know this has happened in the middle of the night, over the weekend, um, on the south side. The Corvette went airborne. You saw
1: the video? I saw the video. Blew up, like, into a wall. Crazy. Crazy. Looked like one of those scenes from Fast and the Furious. It did, brother. Literally. Literally. So mom calls Sparks flying when it hit the, after airborne and spun in and crashed.
0: Not losing sight of the fact that they're both okay, they're both alive. That's wonderful. But Larry just made a point that's so important today. So rather than mom going after her son, who illegally rented a car, illegally drove and could have killed himself and a 14-year-old. Mom decides... Not to mention the spectators. Yeah, and I don't know the minutia. I know where they rented it from, but I'm not blaming this car agency because I don't know the backstory. Could have killed spectators, as Larry said. Thank God none of that happened. But that's the backstory on this. And the fact is, Mom, your kid has issues. Major, major issues. By the way, Let's be fair. There's a reason why insurance in that age group is so high, because that's what idiot teenage
1: boys do. They do.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions
1: to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.